Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, who says that the invasion of illegals is going to destroy our city and then chooses to do nothing to stop it, but actually violates the rights of those that do, like me, the leader of the rebels, and everyone else out there protesting against illegal aliens being housed in tents, in hotels, no tells, holiday inns without the express, shelters, whatever. And the epicenter of the battle is right out there in Staten Island, led by the grandmas, the grannies, and the mothers who have St. John's Villa Academy surrounded 24-7, 365, not allowing any illegals in that are being snuck in by the city of New York by all possible means. And they are exercising their constitutional right, First Amendment right of free speech. And they have drones that are hovering over them, photographing them. The police are keeping an enemy's file now on behalf of Eric Adams, their commander-in-chief, the guy who fancies himself as the police commissioner. Yes, Justin, I have some rats at one police plaza. Yep. They don't like this. They live in Staten Island themselves. They do not like this. They are being asked to download photographs of people who have attended our anti-illegal alien rallies. We are for immigrants who have come in legally, not illegally. And they are putting together an enemy's list on behalf of their commander-in-chief. Eric Adams. And it was evident the other night as I spoke at the end of the rally and we had two NYPD drones, one uh, hovering over the bully pulpit where I was speaking, all the speakers spoke, and one at the end uh, of the gathering of a thousand residents protesting the use of St. John Villa Academy. Listen to what I had to say as I actually looked up at the drone. I directed my speech at the drone that was hovering right above my head. If we see drones flying overhead, look at that. Is that is that what the drones are supposed to do? Spy on law-abiding, tax-paying, God-fearing Americans? And I went on and on. You know what's going to happen? They're going to continue to spy on us, continue to take our pictures, continue to use photo recognition technology to try to frighten people away from our rallies and our embargoes. Let me tell you, swagger man with no plan, 
You should be using this technology on all the illegal aliens that you're welcoming here. Some of them who are pedophiles, rapists, criminals, members of gangs, sex traffickers, drug dealers. You don't do any of that, do you? Of course not. And here is Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, once again trying to rationalize the use of drones in situations where I would agree they are required. We use a tethered drone on Randall's Island to survey the size of the crowd. It would have been impossible to get a full scope on the crowd if we did not have the technology to do so. And you know what's interesting? It costs $1,700 to fill up a, a, a helicopter that is used often in situations like this. It costs 17 cents to fly a drone. That's just good use of New York tax dollars. And all those naysayers, uh, they need to come and see how well we're using, utilizing technology to make our city safe. Yeah, from a bunch of grandmothers and mothers outside of St. Johnsville Academy. You should be real proud of yourself, Harry Adams. I know City Hall and One Police Plaza, they listen. They have a Curtis Sliwa listening desk now. I'm sure that's tough labor, right, Justin Alec? Yeah, yeah, you can earn brownie points towards your pension listening to me all day. Hey, listen to me all day on the weekend, I'm on nights, overnights. WABC, always broadcasting Curtis. You'll keep that desk going 24-7-365. The problem is here that with the electric zoo, you needed it because the promoters had tricked the young people who were living on their blind trust, who were there to drop molly and ecstasy and acid, and by Sunday, they actually bum-rushed the entrance because they were being told, even though you have tickets, we're filled to capacity. And they actually, they ran right over the police. They were knocking police down. Yes, that's when you use drones. And then I was surprised yesterday, wrong way, Lou Rafito and my colleague here, Greg Kelly, with James Flippin, uh, they were having a conversation about the drones hovering over our heads in Staten Island. When Greg, Greg Kelly actually felt it was uh, okay. Curtis Lewa was there at this protest on Staten Island Good where man. they're putting migrants at the St. John Villa Academy. And there were a couple of NYPD drones up in the air. So we're trying to figure out if they are, you know, if it's standard procedure to use drones at these protests. Well, but we haven't heard back from the NYPD yet. Uh, you know, you see helicopters over protests all the time. Mm-hmm. No reason why you shouldn't see drones over a protest. No problem with that whatsoever. You don't think it, maybe if it's like a surveillance type thing or somehow yeah, you infringing gotta, on people's you got, civil liberties? No, you got to surveil it. You got to watch it. Make sure everything is, you know, stays peaceful. That's what you need the cops for. Now, taking a drone and just flying it over somebody's backyard barbecue, which is another bright idea they just had, that's wrong. Go to the park. Look up. Go to Central Park. There's a police helicopter hanging out, right? They got a whole fleet of them in Brooklyn. They got to do something. Why not? I would watch the protest. If things get out of hand, they can coordinate crowd control. Drones, uh, less expensive, less fuel. You don't have to, you know, pay a guy to be a, the pilot. And, uh, yeah, drones are fine. Wow, he sounded just like Eric Adams. Well, can some of the callers who are Trumpers call up and say, Greg, what happens when we have a Trump rally in the New York City area, which is conceivable in parts of Queens, parts of, uh, Staten Island, and they have drones. The NYPD has drones overhead. Could you relate that to uh, Greg Kelly, my friend, in which they're using photo recognition technology and keeping a file of everybody who is at the Trump rally? 
And isn't that a cop at the 69th precinct? Isn't that a firefighter at Ladder Company 607? Isn't that a healthcare worker? Isn't that this? Isn't that that? And they keep an enemy's file? Would Greg Kelly be in favor of that? Of course not. I'm going to have to have a conversation with him. Or actually, the man who leads in the discussion uh, of the use of drones to set up files is our own Frank Morano, who is spot on when it comes to this. It has taken all of one day for my warning to come to fruition. What happened yesterday? Yesterday, I got the call from my friend and colleague, Curtis Slewa, as well as a number of other people that were at the rally outside St. John's Villa. Apparently, there were multiple NYPD drones. There were NYPD drones monitoring the people at this protest. There was never an expectation that there would be any sort of violence or any sort of disruption at this protest site because there hasn't been at this protest site in the last few weeks. And they've been out there every day. There hasn't been a single incident other than planned civil disobedience. So why the need for drones? Excellent. Frank Morano, son of Staten Island, is taking the lead on this. He's no longer the Mama Luke Unless he doesn't get a lawyer to represent the grandmothers and the mothers. Now, he promised he would. Justin Alec, he get a first, uh, he's civil libertarian lawyer. He said he was going to try Norman Siegel, Ron Kuby. I don't have a problem with that, right? Even though I've been at odds with Ron Kuby, he's good on these issues of uh, First Amendment rights of free speech and civil liberties. And there are a lot of lawyers, men and women, in our city who are capable of carrying this, but... Do we think that Frank is going to prioritize this or will he prioritize playing ping pong in the basement of uh, his home? I hope he delivers. I've told everybody on Staten Island that this is Frank Morano's lane. I've told all the rebels, uh, John Tobacco, uh, Scott Lebedo. I told all the politicians who are all his friends who play ping pong in his basement. I told the lawyers who were working hard, they had six, seven cases in which they're representing not only the citizens of Staten Island against Eric Adams, but Floyd Bennett Field, citizens of the Rockaway, citizens of Brooklyn, uh, Creedmoor, citizens there. In fact, you want to be there 6.30 tomorrow night. It's the protest of the mothers and the children. Why? Because today, on this day, 19,000 children of illegal aliens are allowed to break the state law that for everyone else says that a child entering school must be fully vaccinated from A to Z or they can't get in. They can't get in. But if you're an illegal alien child, you move to the head of the class, no vaccinations whatsoever. And you say to yourself, you scratch your head and you say, how can that be? Some of these kids have not been checked out for any kind of medical conditions that they have coming from third world countries. And I've been in enough third world countries and I have guardian angels in third world countries. I know specifically what those medical conditions are. I got latent tuberculosis in the colonias, Colonia Libertad, Colonia Juarez in Tijuana. When I was protecting the illegals who were being attacked by the border bandits who were off-duty Tijuana police who were actually wearing their windbreakers that said Tijuana police when there was no limigre, when there was no wall, there was no fence, there was nothing. So I know it firsthand. 
And what is this being used against? Every night, there are grandmothers and mothers outside of St. John's Villa Academy exercising their First Amendment rights of free speech. And there are drones taking their photographs. You see that? No curses. And they're right. You go back to Manhattan, you get a hotel room. What do you get in Staten Island? You lay on the floor. You get Ugats. No plumbing, no showers, no nothing. Police officers, I want to thank you from Staten Island who provided me with that information from one police plaza that they have now put together a political enemies file for Eric Adams and his flunky um Phil Banks is deputy mayor of public safety, unindicted co-conspirator, should have been in jail for police corruption, and then decided to become a rat, a confidential informer, rout out other cops. And they put together this enemy's file. Boy, you must feel real good looking at that, Eric Adams and Phil Banks. Grandmothers and mothers, right? That must really make your day. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Talking about this is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. What a great song by Cheap Trick. Has nothing to do with hookers and corona there. No, no, no. They're flaunting their wares out publicly in Viceland. This is what the city has become, Viceland. Cheap Tricks and Corona. But great group, and it's really what City Hall should be singing today. They should have another press conference with 10,000 zombies behind them. Eric Adams always has a press conference plays Jay-Z, and then they're all lined up behind him, and they look like zombies staring into the camera. And this is the song that should be playing, right? Surrender. You have surrendered. You have abdicated your responsibility as mayor to the people of New York City, to American citizens, and particularly African-Americans, down on their luck, homeless, emotionally disturbed, some with drug alcohol problems, some in shelters, because you push the illegals to the front of the line. 
But listen to him just months ago, busting his buttons and bridges with pride. He was already anointing himself the greatest of all time. I'm the CEO of the largest corporation in America, and my bald head, earring-wearing swagger is running this city my way. My way. That's swag. Yes, sir. Yeah, right into the ground. And then he kept saying in appearance after appearance, when does this job get tough? They said this is the second toughest job in America. And people have the audacity to say to me that being the mayor of the city of New York is the second most difficult job in politics. You know what I tell them? I tell them, when does the hard part start? When does the hard part start? Oh, you're all boisterous. You're bad, right? You're macho, right? And then all of a sudden, two weeks ago, you waved the white flag of surrender. You told all of us, no mas, no mas. You said, you can't do anything about the illegals that you welcomed in. It's now our problem. This is a moment where people need to stop asking, Eric, what are you doing? This is a moment we need to ask, what are we doing? We can't do this alone. This is an all-hands-on-deck. The dollars coming in are not equaling the dollars that we have to pay going out. So we're going to do our part to the best of our abilities within the financial restraint. But we have a real call. We need every New Yorker that has something to offer to play a role. This is not Mayor Adams' job. This is the job of the people of the city of New York. See, he abdicated his responsibility, right, Justin? He's saying it's not my job. He left it to me. The mayor in exile. I live on the island of Manhattan like Napoleon lived on the island of Elba. And I have taken over the responsibility of leading the rebels. So he won't stop the illegal aliens invasion. I will. And I've already described the methods. 18-wheel tractor trailers that will block ports of entry in which the independent truckers will take their keys and walk away. Then I want to see what the NYPD is going to do, right? I want to see what they're going to do, because this can be done, and it will be done. Just last night, I was in Bayside, at the Bay Terrace, at Ben's, yeah, Ben's Deli. The place was packed. A lot of Asians, a lot of Chinese. First first immigration, right? First levels of immigration. They've just come in from mainland China, legally, Taiwan, legally. And they were there to say no, no to the tents, no to the migrants, no to the illegal aliens. And actually, you have to work. You have to plan this out. This is not just a fly-by-night press conference. And it's all so that tomorrow night, 6.30, you got to join us outside of Creedmoor again. It's mothers and children. Most of them will be moderate Democrats who live in the co-ops. You have to have moderate Democrats together with Republicans and independents. Nobody can stop us when there's that coalition. You got to work it. You can't abdicate your responsibility, Eric Adams. You're supposed to be the mayor. Man up. And then last night in the Upper West Side, what a wuss. Wait, wait. Hey, where's your three-piece set, right? You look down your trousers. You probably have cocktail onions. This issue will destroy New York City. Destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. 
Now we're getting people from all over the globe have made their minds up that they're going to come through the southern part of the border and come into New York City. I have a plan as the mayor in exile. What's your plan? All you do is moan and groan and cry like a little mama Luke. What are you going to do? Talk about your mother again? Man up. You wanted to be mayor. You said you could be mayor. You're just a glorified borough president from Brooklyn who loves to cut ribbons all day, give out certificates, give out proclamations, be there for the opening of a bar or restaurant so you could get free drinks and free food for you and all your cronies. It's time to man up. You're the person last August who decided you could do it better than Abbott, who needed relief. The flood of illegal aliens into Texas. He said, we're not a sanctuary state. I'm sending them to you, Eric, on a bus because you are proud of being a sanctuary city in a sanctuary state, which he was. And remember, remember how Eric Adams called Governor Abbott a racist and then promised the illegal aliens things that citizens don't even get. Let's have immediate translation services to assist that people can have access to the services that are already available. We have to expand uh, NYC care to make sure everyone has health care. We need to make sure we have proper translation services in our schools so that we can start building out the future as well. We are going to fulfill our moral and legal obligation to house everyone that enters uh, New York City. Uh, that is what we have done, and that is what we will continue to do. Oh, wow. So who won this battle, Justin Alec? Governor Abbott or Eric Adams, who surrendered? He was like Robert E. Lee uh, on his knees, handing over his sword to Governor Abbott. He lost. He basically admitted we're going to be destroyed because he's welcomed them in, and he doesn't know how to turn off the spigot because he still wants to be a sanctuary city. Ask him. Go ahead, Bob Brown. Call up City Hall. Ask him, are we still a sanctuary city? There is no law, ladies and gentlemen. There's no law in the state in Albany. They tried to pass it. The state assembly did. The state senate did not. There's no law that says we are a sanctuary state. There is no law that says we are a sanctuary city. It is by proclamation. You can say in a heartbeat, just like you can say I'm a transgender today, I'm asexual tomorrow, I'm polyamorous the next day, right, as part of the woke culture. You can say sanctuary city today and tomorrow. We're not a sanctuary city. No more buses. We stop the buses. We turn them around. We send them to their Papa Chulo, Joe Biden, who welcomed them to the National Mall in Washington between the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument, put up the tents there. My grandfather had to stay in the tent. Anton fought in World War One. They were promised a bonus. Men, women, and children marched to Washington and were told by President Hoover at that time, hey, F you, there's a depression. We ain't giving you the bonus. And then he sicked on them, General MacArthur, General Eisenhower, and General Patton. They beat them down with truncheons. They burned their tents down. They ran them out of town. They had to walk back to their cities. They were never offered an apology. Yeah, yeah, Americans have been in tents in Washington, D.C. Why? 
You can't put illegal aliens in tents in Washington, D.C., between the Lincoln Memorial and the Washington Monument. That's called the National Mall. There's plenty of room. This way, Papa Joe uh, Chulo there, Joe Biden, can see all of the people he invited in, all of his children. He can go out there and say, my children. But wait, we're not finished. Because Adams last night continues to blame this, not on himself, not on Hochul, not on Biden, but on Governor Abbott. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. 110,000 migrants. We have to feed, clothe, house, educate the children, wash their laundry sheets, Give them everything they need, health care. And this team here, we stated, let's do everything possible before we have to push it out into neighborhoods and communities. Yeah, push it out into neighborhoods and communities, right? And into parts of the state of New York. Thank God for Bruce Blakeman in Nassau County say, not one illegal alien. And the guy who started it all, Ed Day in Rockland County, former police officer who was an active cop, unlike Eric Adams at that time, a house mouse. Ed Day said, no, not one illegal alien. He said, I'll reach out and strangle you, Eric. I knew you as a cop. And then he immediately went into court and he got a temporary restraining order. If you notice, not one illegal alien. Eric Adams is a bully. You stand up to bullies because ultimately he will retreat. He doesn't know what to do. He's like a scared little boy. He wanted to be mayor, but he's on the JV. He wanted to be varsity. He wanted to have the varsity letter, but he's JV. Listen to him last night at the town hall meeting on the Upper West Side. He acknowledged that. Never in my life have I had a problem that I did not see an ending to. I don't see an ending to this. You don't see an ending to this because you don't know how to end it. I know how to end it. I'm the mayor in exile. Step out of the way. You, you just continue to compound this. And then listen to him. Even he acknowledges that he's incompetent. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. Oh, we do. Lou, I know you recognize he's incompetent. Justin, do we recognize he's incompetent? I want you to listen to this. This is Eric Adams himself calling himself what he is, completely incompetent. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. We do. We recognize it. That's why I am the mayor in exile right here on the island of Manhattan. I just hope there's something left of the city. By the time you finish your one term, because you will be a one-term mayor. Talking about this is the Rip and Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Padre Filio, Spiritus Santo. It's so like that final scene in The Godfather where Michael Corleone is at the christening of his child. I was actually at Mount Laredo in Staten Island. That church, that's where it was filmed. And now, wrong way, Lou Rufino, I get to settle all scores. 
would be very easy just to blame Joe Biden, the Papachulo, to these illegal aliens. Be very easy just to blame the swagger man with no plan, Eric Adams, who has abdicated and has acknowledged that he is overwhelmed. He, he, he cannot serve as mayor. He's an incompetent. He's called himself an incompetent. But let's call it like it is, as I have been the only one to call out Cardinal Dolan and Catholic Charities. Everyone else is afraid. Oh, like you'll be excommunicated. Who cares? I'm an AMP Catholic. Ashes on Wednesday, palms on Sunday. Then you don't see me for a month of Sunday. And when I stood at that first rally in the shadow of St. John Villa Academy, that they were housing illegal aliens in in Staten Island, with two other Catholic schools right across the street, and then had to hear on WINS on the way over, Cardinal Dolan castigate and criticize the demonstrators. If we're going to protest, let it not be against people. These people have names. I've held their babies. I've, I've spoken to them and listened to them. They're good, decent, honorable, scared people. Yeah. Why don't you acknowledge, Cardinal Dolan, that you were on the welcoming line with Eric Adams with his $5,000 customized suit, all silk, no cotton, when they were being given swag bags with all kinds of amenities and encouraged to keep coming. You wanted the Catholics because your churches on Sundays are empty. You got to roll a Brunswick bowling ball through. And the Spanish masses later in the day are packed. You figure the only way to save your parishes is to get more Hispanic-speaking third-world people who don't understand your tricknology, but will fill your churches, right? And you stab your congregation in the back, the most loyal, the most Catholic of all boroughs. You stab them in the back. We will not forgive. We will not forget. And then, of course, no, 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 no choral chant for this schmuck, this putz. This uh, Norduel, this uh, Pischer, this Schmendrick, Chucky e. Cheese Schumer, who had the Culeones, the Webos, to blame us for why you had to bring illegal aliens in because you follow Planned Parenthood and you actually use marital contraceptives. You use Jimmy Caps not to have too large of families. So it's really our fault. Now more than ever, we're short of workers. Uh, we have a population that is not reproducing it on its own with the same level that it used to. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers, and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Or how many... Illegal aliens there are here. He wants more and more and more. You know what the plan is. One day they'll be normalized so that they can vote. They will vote Democrat. They will encourage their children and grandchildren to vote Democrat. It's to nourish the Democratic vote. We all know that. We've seen that throughout history. And then, of course, um, I don't know if he's Mo Larry or Curly. He's one of the three stooges, Eric Adams. Listen, listen to Eric Adams again at calling himself an incompetent. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize. Now, I know he's the Biden of Brooklyn, 
But in this, he's telling the truth. And you know that what this reminds me of when I was a kid, when I would watch the Three Stooges, I would run home from school, and wrong way, Lou Rafino, I remember this line. We're not ordinary people. We're morons. Could I hear that one more time? We're not ordinary people. We're morons. Yeah, they're not ordinary people. They think they're better than us. But they're intellectually stupid. They're morons. And they're out to destroy our city, our state, our country. And it's going to be collectively over our dead bodies because we have a plan and we're fighting back while they're feckless, weak. They fold like a cheap camera and they say, oh, what are we going to do? Move out of the way and we'll save this country. You are watching an incompetent person turning a competent place in a city to live in. This is what we need to recognize.